This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Ultimate Marvel Podcast, your podcast cloak of levitation. I'm Jack Flag Sutherland, and with me is Ronnie the Baron Zemo. <laughs> see what I did there? I see what you did there. That was my lame attempt at a Kevin Smith podcast intro. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> and I actually, as lame as that was, I actually had to think through it. <laughs> What's up, man? Uh, There's a lot of stuff going on in the Marvel world, it seems like. Yeah, for sure. Which, I guess, there always is, it seems like. But there's tons of stuff in the comic realm of things and in the TV show of things and in the movies. And... I got a gigantic Spider-Man hanging outside my window that now I got to take down. And oh, and speaking of Halloween, I've eaten way too much candy the last couple of days. Yeah. So speaking of, did you see a lot of superhero or Marvel-related costumes? Oh yeah, of course. That's like you know, if you go to Walmart, that's the whole aisle is like Marvel DC characters. Right. <laughs> but yeah, usually the little kids, like my. Uh, I have, I have two little kids. Um, well, one's not little. One's nine. The other one's five. Right. And the five-year-old wanted to dress up as Spider-Man. The nine-year-old would not be caught dead wearing a superhero <laughs> costume. Unless it was something like edgy. Like he said some of his friends are wearing uh, Deadpool. Right. Which I, which I don't really get, but okay. <laughs> like did they all see that movie? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. He didn't see it. <laughs> but he knows who Deadpool is now via his friends. Right. Um, so, yeah, there's a couple Deadpool. Uh, yeah. The older they get, the more creative they seem they want to get with their – the more creative and more, like, gory they want to get with their costumes. Right, yeah. That's – because my kids are all older, so, like, yeah. two of them – well, I have a junior in high school. Oh, wow. A sophomore in high school and then two eighth graders. Oh jeez! So, my daughter went to my sister-in-law's house to help pa- pass out candy, but she dressed up as like a frat yeah. boy to pass out candy. And then our two high schoolers just went with our friends and just hung out. One went Pokemon Go hunting, probably, and the other one <laughs> right. just went and socialized or whatever. And then our the other eighth grader just he didn't care he'd rather just sit here and netflix or watch tv or oh man ps4 or whatever he was like yeah he was like we can go to walgreens tomorrow when it's on sale and buy candy half off so i don't want to have to <laughs> I was it's like, hey, free though hey that's true but you know you don't want to hang out with your friends he was like i'm in eighth grade getting ready to be a <laughs> freshman next year so he's done with trick-or-treating i'm for done now. with trick-or-treating yep Oh man, eighth grade. So I got a few years. That's not that far off though from my nine-year-old. Right. 
He's in fourth grade, so you're saying four more years and he's going to be done with it? Dude, cherish it while you can. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, the sad thing about my house is that, you know, both of my kids are still kind of little. And I've, I know I've eaten like way more candy than them the last couple of days. <laughs> right. And the reason I know that is because like we only have allowed them to have like one or two pieces a day. Right. But then when I'm, nobody's looking, I'm like down in four or five, <laughs> like a hypocrite. Yeah, right. Oh, well. well. Let's talk some Marvel talk. Yeah, where man. You, I w- I'll, go ahead. Where, I was just saying, where do you want to start at? I want to get right into Doctor Strange. Okay. Because, I mean, I originally thought we probably wouldn't talk about it until after Friday when it comes out. Um, however, now I'm like super jealous because you saw the pre-screening, right? Yes. And I haven't. But this could be kind of cool because I'll be kind of like the completely ignorant questioner and you can enlighten all of us with your Sorcerer Supreme <laughs> insight. <laughs> um, well, it's not like I'm super important and, you know, get free passes <laughs> to stuff. But Apparently um, you are. Well, when I was in high school, and it's a fairly – I live in a fairly small town compared to everybody else that's in our circle – um, I was, uh, the summer of our senior year, I, well, I started like my freshman, sophomore year working at the local theater. And then, um, we used to have like when I was in like second grade, a drive-in and then they shut down. And so then, um, fast forward to my freshman year and they wanted to reopen the drive-in but they had to build the new theater out by where the drive-in was. So now it's like one of the only drive-in theaters, or not one of the only, but one of the select few drive-in theaters Mm -hmm. in the United States that's left and working. Right. Um, But (laughs) We got one out out here. I don't remember where it's at, but I used to go when I was younger. Yeah, I think I looked like a couple weeks ago. I think there's less than like 30 now. Yeah. In the whole United States. But right. anyways, I was assistant manager by the time I was a senior, which was my best job ever. <laughs> right. And um, so I'm friends with the manager that's out there now. And they always get their movies a couple times or a couple days ahead of time. And then you have to put them together because it's still on. Some of them are still on reels. So that way you have to preview it to make sure that you spliced it together properly. Ah, right. And so we always, I mean, even back in the late 90s, you know, that's one thing that I had to do was stay late and watch and make sure I spliced it before a big movie opened. Sure. And um, so they were going to do that. So that's how I got to see Doctor Strange early. Wow. So you saw it at the drive? You actually saw it at a drive, drive-in? No, I saw it inside. Okay. They they have okay, gotcha. they have five theaters inside and then gotcha. a drive-in. Okay. Which it's actually opening in the drive-in this weekend as well out there. So yeah. Which I think this will be one of the last weekends that the drive-in will be open because here uh, for long it'll start right. shutting down because of the season. Yeah, and I assume like most of our at least our initial listeners won't have seen it. So right. I guess no no spoilers, but uh, yeah. But what did you think? Actually, I thought it was pretty 
amazing for. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. You just... had a you had a pause there. I was like, oh, which way is he going to go with it? No, I, I pretty. Well, I'm trying to like not be spoilery. So, like, I had high expectations going into it because I like Benedict because I like yeah. Sherlock and and um, stuff that he does. So, and then, you know, I love the Mar- uh, the Doctor Strange book that Jason Aaron does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, I was kind of looking to see if there's any similarities, but like we talked about, but the only real similarity is it's Doctor Strange. Yeah, I was assuming that because the comic is a, it feels a little on the light side to me, whereas the movie seems pretty dark. But uh, yeah, well. It's not dark and like, like Suicide Squad type, or you know, or how Batman vs Superman was dark, I guess. Yeah, but right. Just because it's like on the dark mystic side, I guess. Right. Which is cool. The whole tone felt good, and there's lots of stuff in there that's cool. Yeah. Now, did it tie into the rest of the? Marvel Cinematic Universe at all? Yes. And I know you can't say how. Right. It, it, and and there's also little like Easter eggs too, like throwaway. Is there? Yeah. Okay, good. There are there other character appearances? Um. Well, yes and no, I guess. Because I can't really. I, I'm not going to be spoiler. Right. So. Right. 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 <laughs> but I want to know. Somebody out there doesn't want to know, so I right. need to not yeah. ask. Um, so maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> that kind of means yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you take it for whatever um, you will. But I, like, yeah. like we were talking about last episode, like where each Netflix movie has a different, or Netflix yeah. series has a different feel, and each Marvel right. movie has a different feel. This has sure. its own feel as well. Right. But still in the same wheelhouse and formula of the Marvel movies. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess like Claire showing up in Luke Cage is kind of a, a, a character appearance, but then it's the same. But that's not a huge one. You almost expect her at this point, right? Right. Whereas you're simultaneously watching it, thinking, "Is Dare- could Daredevil make an appearance?" Or right. You know, they kept talking about Matt Murdock. When I mean, whenever they need to reference a lawyer, so I was like, "Oh yeah, I know a lawyer." It's right. Like, well, you know, where which, is he? <laughs> which is it going to be him or is it going to be? The chick lawyer. Right. Oh, right. True. Or, um, or is it going to be foggy for that matter, you know? Yeah, true. Um, I saw that, like, the uh, – or I heard that the international – initial international sales were kind of through the roof. Yeah. Like, they, they released this in some countries before here. Right. Um, and it's like – I mean, the, the, the sales like are – already like 86 million, I think, overseas. Yeah. Yes, it's doing pretty good, which I'm surprised for, I mean, uh, a lesser-known character like this. Right. Well, that and, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, without being stereotypical, you know what I'm saying? It's Doctor Strange, so, like, it released in Asia first, right? China and Japan. Oh, yeah, true. And so you wouldn't typically think that they would hop on board with it because like you said it's Doctor Strange so it's not like yeah yeah but like I, I heard that it, it it's done better internationally um, 
than like Man of Steel, for example. Right. Yeah. It's like Superman's the second most popular character in the world. Mm-hmm. I would. I was a little bit surprised with that, but. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know if England has it or not. I don't think I don't think it's released in England yet because I would assume that it's going to go big over there because, you know, that's where Benedict's from. Yeah, or where he's true. most popular, or where he got his start from, I guess. Right. But yeah, and the early critic reviews that are in seem pretty strong. I think Rotten Tomatoes was like ninety three percent, ninety two percent. Right. Which is pretty good. Yeah, but he still got. I mean, there's still superhero movies out there that Rotten Tomatoes didn't get right. Also, yeah. you know. Well, and you know what else that means? That all the critics are like are at it again, like secretly supporting Marvel. <laughs> yeah, right. Hating on DC. Right. <laughs> we yeah we get that every time. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't address that subject because. Like, I've never been a big DC fan, so I would naturally lean Marvel. Mm-hmm. But you read both. Yeah. Do you, you think there's any Marvel bias among movie critics? Um, maybe. Uh, it's like what we said. is like, I think that the critics noticed that Marvel, Marvel has the formula down, or a successful formula down, as to what yeah. DC's still trying to grab their get their footing sure so yeah maybe but for hardcore nerds like us and the listeners you know i mean it's like the best of both worlds if you look at it that way yeah you know i I have a couple of friends that won't go see a dc movie just because it's a dc movie really and then i have another friend that's a huge marvel fan that or a huge DC fan that won't see the Marvel movies because, or if they do, then they nitpick them to death, you know? Yeah, that's ridiculous to me. Because, I mean, I, I, I lean Marvel because that's my history has always been with them, so it's sort of nostalgic for me sometimes. But <clears throat> if I get, like I'm reading the uh, Wonder Woman and Superman, and right. the more I get into those titles, I mean, come on, it's really not that much different you could slap a marvel label on there or you know and throw some marvel character in there and and the, it's, it's the same concept yeah you know it's still a superhero universe and right so, yeah. i mean i want them all to do good yeah i mean uh, uh, that's like i could never pick a side because the more superhero stuff that's coming on my tv or at the theaters yeah. or in my pull box which kills me most weeks <laughs> right um you know, is amazing. I, yeah. Because I mean, we didn't have that stuff when we were little. We were, like, begging for that stuff. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then, you know, now, like, our kids are, like, overabundanced with it. And I was like, mm-hmm. you guys don't know how lucky you are. Yeah. Yeah, no, I do get... I'm, I'm more excited to see, like, a new Avengers movie than I am a new Batman movie. But... That doesn't mean I want them to do bad, or I don't want to. Yeah, I want to pay ten bucks and go see a crappy DC movie. Right, right. You know. Yeah. yeah. So would you? Uh, what would you grade this? Uh, One to ten, or or can you even? Or is it too early? Um. Yeah, I don't. I. I'm gonna go see it again this weekend. So. Okay. With my kids, or at least yeah. one of my kids. 
Oh right, that's what I. The other thing I wanted to ask you is it it's pretty kid friendly. Yeah, it's it's pretty kid friendly. I mean, there's a couple of parts that might be squeamish, but it's not. It's no Walking Dead or anything like that. You know. Right. I I would say it's more. Arrow than Flash, if that makes okay. sense. Okay. Because you know Arrow's on the darker side of that world. Right. And Flash is more of the. Yeah. I guess I would say it's more like Civil War tone than than like Avengers tone. You know, if we're gonna keep it. Gotcha. So, like the Civil War movie. Yeah. Or, okay. No. Um. Captain America Winter Soldier style. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Well, we'll see. Well, I mean, yeah, that's fine. Like, but like I took my kid to see, we have a sort of tradition, like I'll, I'll go with him to see these Marvel movies. Uh-huh. Uh, and actually I took him to see Batman and Superman too, which he was fine with, even though it was, I think he was a little bored at, at parts. Um, but like, I didn't take him to see Deadpool. I was like, okay, right. this is too yeah. much. Yeah. So I went see that with other people. Yeah. Well, if he's seen the majority of the other ones, this will be fine. Right in there. I, I'd say it's more of the tone of like Ant-Man style than Guardians of the Galaxy. You know? Oh, Ant-Man was his favorite. Well, I meant tone-wise, you know, where it's yeah. semi-serious, but it has yeah. its funny moments as to where Guardians was like outlandish. Sure. Know? Yeah. Um... Yes. Well, cool, man. Uh, well, we mentioned Luke Cage mm-hmm. last time, and we were pretty positive about it. Right. 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 Um, but since then, something there's something that bothers me about Luke Cage that I didn't bring up last time, and I because I really hadn't thought much about it. Okay. But I've sort of uh, listened to a bunch of other podcasts now about Luke Cage. And it sort of made me dwell on a little bit more. And now this thing that's bugging me, it's sort of bugging me more. (laughs) And it's, why wasn't Luke's relationship with Jessica, and you know, they had a pretty traumatic experience together. Right. um, But why wasn't that ever a thing in Luke Cage? Because like, if you remember, if I'm remembering correctly, wasn't he possessed by Purple Man and actually tried to kill Jessica Jones at one point. Yeah. Which that is like, I mean, that's as traumatic, if not more so, than any of the stuff that haunted him in his past, I, I would think. And it happened recently. Right. So, like, how how was that never brought up in Luke Cage? Because it had just happened, right? I mean, Jessica Jones was set right before Luke Cage. Yeah. I would say that this was his second time coming to the barbershop, right? Like he came to the barbershop when he first right. got out. Yep. yep. And then he started his own bar. Yeah. And then obviously the bar blew up. Spoilers in case you haven't seen Jessica Jones, but we've had enough time. Sure. That's like episode three or something. <laughs> right. And then now he's back at the barbershop. Which I yeah, I see where you, I see where you're dwelling on that. But I I thought more this was more of him like finding himself again and yeah it was but they they mentioned uh, I'm I'm drawing a blank but uh, didn't Claire or not Claire somebody mentioned 
Jessica Jones in the movie. Like called him, called her his girlfriend or something. Right. Yeah. Claire did. Um, just to like throw it in there, uh-huh. but I don't know. Just seemed like you just went through a major traumatic ordeal with her, and now it's like ah. Yeah, this other... guy actually killed his wife, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, none of that stuff was me. I, and I'm not sure that stuff tied together well enough right? to sort of close those loopholes. Right. And the other thing, um, I'm wondering like how they're going to reconcile Luke's relationship with Claire once the Defenders get going. Because uh, if Claire is sort of that glue that holds the team together, uh-huh. wouldn't that there be friction between her and Jessica? Could be, yeah. It just seems like that could be a problem. I mean, maybe that's the storyline. I don't know. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah. Well, and then, and Misty too, right? <laughs> right. Cause I well, mean, Misty and Claire had a sort of come to grips with things in Luke Cage. Well, right. I, I meant with Misty and Jessica. Right. Yeah. Is, is she going to be in uh, Defenders? I guess we have no idea. Misty, Misty is, and so is, is uh, Karen Page. Yeah, they have a, t- a teaser for it. Oh wow! That shows <laughs> both of those characters. So, yeah, lots of coffee has been passed around. So yeah, we'll just Luke, have to see. At least as far as Luke's concerned, he needs <laughs> yeah. to have coffee with Karen, and he'll make all the rounds. Right. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens there. Because um, I don't remember their relationship necessarily ending. And Jessica Jones. Uh, he he left before the ma- the like final episode in that. Did I he? thought, yeah, like after he was brainwashed or whatever. Oh yeah. no, he I, he didn't leave. I guess Claire was healing him or whatever. Right. So, so yeah, yeah there there was no definite ending there. Yeah, and in the comics, um, they're like married. Yeah. And have a kid. Yeah. yeah. Who um, grows up to be Captain America. Okay. Well, I meant in the recent comic. Yeah. Like in Power Man and Iron Fist. Oh, yeah. Well, in a recent comic that's out now, she's ca- the new version of Captain America. Oh, okay. You're you're telling me something I don't know about. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> uh... Man, I just read that one too. I can't remember what it was. It wasn't Death of X, because that. Uh, That's out today, by the way. Yeah. Today, today. Yeah. yeah. Which is great. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know which title it is, so listeners yeah. will have to let us know, or I can tweet it out later. Um, yeah, but yeah, she's a character. Uh, maybe it's in um, Civil War Two. Yeah, it's in Civil War Two, where all the kids are like leaving or whatever, and they talk about how um, Danielle oh. Danielle has her dad's all oh, right strength um, and vulnerability and strength, but she has her mom's yeah attitude, I guess. I do remember that. I didn't think that much about it, though. Interesting. Um, she's from the Ultimate Universe, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Um, 
since we're on TV shows, we didn't mention Shield last time, I don't think. Right. Did we? No, we did not. Um, and uh, I guess I guess we should. I mean, I think the so like here's my take on 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 Shield. Okay. Um, and Ghost Rider. So the graphics, I've come to expect. You know, they're not movie quality. Right. They're not even always next <laughs> Netflix quality. Right. But in my in my opinion, like with mainstream TV shows, you sort of have to adjust your expectations. Otherwise, they you know they fall short. Right. Um, but with that being said, as far as like ABC shows go, I think Ghost Rider has been pretty kind of badass. Oh yeah. And actually, I think I find myself more interested in the show when he's featured on there than when he's not. So What's your- so with Shield, did you watch it the whole way through? Like what I mean is like when season 1 came out, you were okay with it and thought it was great and then the next season or was there slow periods <laughs> where I see the majority of the people have and then when it tied in the Winter Soldier, that's when it started getting better. Um yeah, so I watched it when it first came out. I watched like one or two episodes, and I didn't like it at all. I was I I just I, I couldn't get into it. It seemed corny. It seemed I didn't I didn't know where they were going with it, and I and I stopped watching it rather quickly. Um, and I think most of the people I've talked to didn't like it right off the bat. Um, but then something I don't remember what it was. But something, maybe people talking about it, something prompted me to go back and watch it again. And I did that, and this time I sort of, you know, stomached my way through the first few episodes. And as the season went on, I started getting more into it. Um, And then when the Inhumans hit, because I've been been reading Inhumans for a little while now. And um, so that, I I really got into it um, when Daisy got her powers. Um, And I've enjoyed it ever since. Right, but it's been the whole. I mean, it's, the show's been sort of up and down um, for me since the beginning. There's there's times where I'm like, oh, this is really interesting. And there's times where I'm kind of lulled a little bit. But I think Ghost Rider has been more on the up for me. Yeah, and that's what, and that's what I was gonna say for me as well. Is like when I started it, I was kind of like you, where it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna watch it. I know we're gonna have a season two because it's ABC and Marvel. But then, like when episode six hit. In the first season, when it tied in with Winter Soldier, yeah, and stuff started hitting the fan, yeah, then I was like, "Oh, now this is what I've been waiting for." Because before right. that, there was only like name drops, or you know, just Coulson was in it because he yeah. was in the movie, you know. But then right. they started tying everything together because that's the whole tagline, right? Is everything's connected? It just seemed mm-hmm. like it was off on its own little island until then. Yeah, and then, and then, I the end of season one ramped up, and to me, I thought like the Inhumans part was okay, but it didn't. It was like they wanted to do bigger things, but they couldn't because at that time, like sure. Inhumans it was movie, movie, right? And then, yeah. so they like held back <laughs> a little bit, and I thought that stifled the show a little bit. But now they. Because they dropped the movie, right? Right, yeah. And then, like, now, like you said, with Ghost Rider, it's, like, back to being awesome again. Yeah. Um, and I keep wondering, 
because every now and then these inhumans pop up and I'm like, okay, one day it's going to be like Medusa or somebody. Somebody well-known, right? Yeah. Yeah, somebody really that's going to change the whole dynamic of, of inhumans being in this universe. Right. But that hasn't happened so far. No. And now with Ghost Rider, I'm wondering if they're sort of backing off. Right. And the biggest person from the Inhumans was Lash, right? Yeah. Yep. And, and he's still around. He's like uh, hot up somewhere, isn't he? Right, yeah. Well, and I guess Reader, Reader also, but... Yeah. It's kind of like, like what I was saying is like they... <sighs> used the big reveal characters that they could at the time. Right. And I think they should have like drawled it out more. Yeah. A little bit. But the, the, the other side though, if they if they go too far down that road, it sort of becomes an inhuman show, not a shield right. show. Right, yep. Agreed. Um, now I do like the way though that they've sort of taken a page out of what worked with Daredevil, which is not keep doing the same thing but bring in uh an Electra or a you know, the Punisher. Right. Right. Which totally changes the show, but um, they've sort of done that with Ghost Rider. Yeah. Where it's still S.H.I.E.L.D., but now we get to feature this other new cool character, and it's almost like his his own show, uh, you know, interweaved with this show. Right. And at first I was like, <sighs> which I'll get into this later, but I have a rich history with Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah? Um but I was kind of disappointed that it was the Ghost Rider, the new incarnation of the Ghost Rider. But then, okay. then I wasn't because it kind of made sense because it's modern stuff, you know, and they don't want to. Maybe, maybe go, um, Johnny Blaze or Danny Ketch gets his own Netflix show, you know. So maybe that's yeah. why they were save, saving that. But, um, so is it? See, I, I wasn't big into Ghost Rider in the past. Um, so, are you talking about it being Ghost Rider as opposed to who? Who was the other? Uh, Johnny Blaze. I mean, Johnny Blaze versus who was or the other? Danny, Danny Ketch. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, um, which I guess we could segue if you're done talking about it. But like, I um, thought Johnny Blaze was like. The older incarnation. Yeah, he is. The older character. Yeah. And then you had Danny Ketch, and now you have this one. Ah, uh, gotcha. Robbie. Robbie. Ray's. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm getting them mixed up. Which... Yeah, that's sort of like that Spider-Man thing. A lot of people were hoping we'd see Miles Morales in the new event in right. Civil War instead of Peter Parker. But it didn't let me... It didn't jade my expectations of it, though. Yeah. You know. Right. Um, my connection is my uncle is best friends with Javier Saltores. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, which we just call him Harv. <laughs> and he used to write or draw and ink and do pencils for the Danny Ketch series. And then the rebooted Ghost Rider one with uh, Mark Textiera in the early 2000s. In the 90s? Did um, he do... In, in the 90s, yeah. He did the Danny Ketch run, but he also did um, the Johnny Blaze run. Gotcha. With Mark Textiera when they rebooted it again. Okay. Um, like during Planet Hawk. 
right. style. Well, Prowler just came out last week. Prowler number one. Uh-huh, yep. And this will be his first big two work since then. So I was kind of excited huh. about that. Which Prowler ties in with the clone conspiracy for Spider-Man. Gotcha, that's cool. So I was pretty pumped about it, and I did get a copy signed, <laughs> but and I didn't, I didn't know. He just kept saying that there's stuff, there's bigger stuff coming. Yeah. And so, and I know that he's been like, I, and honestly, on Prowler, I think he's just like executive penciler or executive artist or whatever. So I don't even know right. what his role is, except for maybe layouts or you know this or that. But yeah. But to me personally, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And plus, it ties in with Spidey. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yes, I wonder if they'll. Uh, I wonder if he's gonna. I mean, Ghost Riders doesn't seem like a character they can feature for multiple seasons. No, well, but. I don't want to spoil it because you haven't seen the latest episode. Right, I'm one behind you. Yep. <laughs> I'll be watching it tonight. With all this, it better be good with all the way you built it up. Well, I, <laughs> they could go multiple seasons with it or a spinoff, okay. even. So, yeah. 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 Well, you know, are they? Are they? Is Marvel even trying to create more ABC shows? Because I, I mean, uh, wasn't um, Agent Carter on ABC? Yeah. And it didn't do. It didn't seem like it got great reception. Even though I thought it was, I loved it. I right. thought it. Part yeah. of it was a great show. At, at times, um, I loved it even more than Shield. Oh yeah, I, I think I always did. Um, it just seemed it seemed like a very mature show. But do you think that they set it up for a long term to have like five to ten seasons of it, though, or with the time period that it was in, or was it just like a like a space filler type thing? Um. Well, so. Uh, What's her name? Haley Atwell? Yes. Did I pronounce that right? Yep. Like, she seemed... Like, she's tried to get other people to pick up the show. She seemed like she's been advocating for it ever since it got canceled. Right, yeah. So, which led me to believe that at least some people in the, you know, production room wanted it to keep going. Right. But, you know, it had the whole tie-in to Captain America. Right. Um, Even though she wasn't in Civil War, they had pictures of her and... They had the old incarnation. Was she? They had the old version of her in Civil War. I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. Um, so they had that tie-in, and I thought they could have done more with. I thought Howard Stark was a really cool character because he he was. Uh, you could see where his offspring would be somebody like um, Robert Downey Jr.'s character in Iron Man. Right. Um, I thought they did really well casting him well i just meant was there enough story in between like that time and what we know from first avenger to make up right. enough seasons you know yeah i don't know and Haley's really really short in real life too <laughs> Is she? I, yeah i met her at a con and i'm not the tallest person so <laughs> so are you saying it was it was too much on the graphics team to <laughs> no, well, it's just awesome. I never picked up on that from the show. Yeah, right, exactly. And and that's how I was, like, going in. And I was like, oh, well, um, you know how it is at a con. Yeah. 
you get to go to one next weekend, right? Oh yeah. So, so uh, like, yeah. you know, everybody, even like um, Robin Lord Taylor, which is Penguin from Gotham, right? Like he's really short too. Okay. And like you never, it just doesn't register in your mind when you see him on TV. I would expect him to be kind of short, based on the character at least. Right. But you're right in the show, you, he doesn't seem short. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, I mean, I think that's a, another reason I wanted to keep going, because I thought she was awesome. Yeah. I thought she was awesome in that show. I mean, I, well, she was in uh, The First Avenger, right? Yep. Yeah. So she, I mean, she, her acting skills are are up to par. Yeah. And she was also in uh, Winter Soldier, but she just had lots of old makeup on or whatever to make her look older. Yep, I remember that too. But that's the controversy, right? Yeah. Um, speaking of controversy. Yeah. Wasn't there some this week? Oh, there was tons this week. Or not tons, but there was one huge thing, yes. With Chelsea Kane and Mockingbird. Yeah. With, so ex- why don't you explain it? Because, I mean, I've read about it and I've heard some stuff about it, but I'm not even sure I've wrapped my brain around this whole thing. It seems right. kind of crazy to me. Yeah, and I was reading Mockingbird from the beginning. It yeah. Just, it, it just was one of those titles where I wouldn't keep up with it, like, every Wednesday. Sure. You know, it might build up one or two uh, issues and then I would read it. Mm-hmm. Which, when this whole thing blew out, um, I, I was behind two issues. So, you know. Yeah. And the whole thing is basically the cover of issue, issue eight. eight. Yes, with the feminist movement and yada, yada, yada. So everybody that's blowing up and bullying over the internet or whatever probably hadn't even read the damn book, honestly. Right. Well, and and so, um, and just in case people haven't seen it, the cover is really nothing more than her standing, like at the beach with a lemonade, yep. I would guess, and mm-hmm. she has a T-shirt on that says "Ask me about my feminist agenda." Right. And that's it. And it's a great cover. Yeah. Um, but I don't understand why that cover set it off because it seems like. The story, the whole way up until then, is more controversial than the that cover, right? No, I mean if there is. Well, I, I mean her relationship. Oh, you mean her her relationship with Clint? So, I thought the issue was that she had a relationship with two guys, sort of at the same time, and. Instead of being a more traditional type romance, they were just sort of letting her uh, do her own thing and and um, kind of be this feminist that kind of goes against the grain and and does things that are a little bit outside the norm. Well, yeah, as far as her relationships go, right. But I mean, yes, you're correct. And the other guy is Hunter from Shield, Hunter Lance, right? Okay, right. But the whole point is, if that was a if it was a male character, 
doing the same thing, would there be this big controversy? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. Because I mean, that, I don't even get the whole thing to begin with because it's like, even if you have a problem with it, why are you taking it so far? Right. Because yeah. the, to, the issue get, is that she got death ahead. threats and yeah, right. bullied on Twitter and you know the whole nine yards. Yeah, to the point where she had to close her Twitter account because she was getting so many, so much hate. Right. Hate, hate messages. Right. Which you know goes back to the whole Nick Spencer and Captain America thing. Yeah. Right. The whole Hell Hydra thing. Right. <laughs> right. Which I mean, come on. It's and it's and it's just like what we talked about last week, or at least my portion of of the podcast last last week was like, if you really feel that strongly about an imaginary character then you're probably not right anyways right you know what I mean I mean don't get me wrong there is people that feel very strongly about characters about the characters we grew up with and like like Mike Myers for example you know when he reads a comic book he actually feels emotional about it right Mm -hmm. now is he gonna go on an hour rant and um tweet the artist or the writer you know bully tactics no right yeah now am i gonna get upset if the clone conspiracy ends lamely then yeah i'll get (laughs) i'll get upset and we'll talk about it on the podcast or in our chat groups or whatever but i'm not gonna like send dan slot like messages that i wish people would shove hot dogs down his throat or something (laughs) like that you know what i mean yeah yeah, but she, I saw a quote from her where she said, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Um, she said, my day job is writing thrillers, um, bestsellers that have sold millions of copies, but I never had to, to block people like on social media until I started writing comics. Yeah. So, but I, I don't know any, I mean, I, but I was wondering when I heard about all this, if it was even comic fans. Or if it's just anti-feminist people right, yeah. that picked up on it, and exactly, it's probably the same. Like I said, it's the same people that um haven't even read the damn book, you know. Yeah. So, and, and to me, the book's fantastic, dude. I yeah. know, I know you haven't read it, but yeah, I've heard I've heard good stuff about it though, and I heard it was pretty. Uh, I heard it was actually sort of comical it's not like it was done in a in yeah a, everything is in like, a mean way or anything right yeah and everything that the real life and the, i'm putting my fingers in quotations that tackles in that book is done in like a subtle comedy way really you know mm-hmm. so and um have you read hawkeye by lemire uh yes okay take that and mix it with like elements of faith, but by Valiant, right? Right. And that's the book. Hmm. Because you know her whole thing, like. Well, you had me at Hawkeye, then you lost me at Faith. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, I got you. It's what Faith should be, I guess. Okay. Or what we would want her to gotcha. be, not right. should be, because some people yeah. like that book. So yeah. I'm not gonna dog on it. No, and that's saying a lot because I mean. Valiant's pushing faith because it's it that sort of some of the con- underlying controversy has actually helped them. Right, 
but like like the first three issues of this book is like her going and getting checked out because she's an agent of shield so she goes on missions and when she comes back she has to go to the doctor's office to make sure that right yeah she doesn't have any radiation poison or she's not getting any powers or you know yeah whatever i heard i heard about that which is yeah kind of a cool spin on the whole superhero thing right so and then you know she it's the tie-in with civil war too so clint just got um convicted of murder for murdering the hulk okay right so she's emotionally straught about that even though they're divorced yeah and so you know it's like i don't know it's like she's an independent real chick you know i mean i don't know how else to describe it so i yeah besides anti-feminist blowing up about the issue eight cover i have no idea why it blew up the way it did Hmm. (laughs) Uh, yeah and and, uh, like honestly i could if we play devil's advocate on it i can see people being more pissed off at nick spencer and doing the whole hell hydra thing with captain america yeah then with this or or even his whole like liberal spin on captain america which i don't know if you saw back when that when he first started uh falcon that was like featured on 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 fox right right fox and friends i think the more their morning show right about how this liberal writer has taken a con- traditionally conservative character character and you know right giving him this liberal agenda i mean i guess i could see where if you're ultra conservative you would be upset about that right but, but this doesn't even seem that significant right that's what i'm saying it's like right it, that's i i i guess i kind of understood where people were coming from with the whole captain america thing which is still dumb yeah <laughs> but this i don't even see where it's coming from besides the 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 cover with her in the shirt you know, oh. not once was it pushing the feminist movement, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, geez, even if it was, who, I mean, who cares? And this whole controversial I mean, thing has, uh, the what do you, well, what do you got against women who support, you know, empowering women? Right. <laughs> but whatever. I don't know. I guess I don't need to get into that. Right. And the <laughs> and it pushed the trade paperback volume 1 sales to where they it's basically sold out everywhere now. Yeah. So Who's uh whose decision was it to cancel it? Did Marvel do that or was it her? Um I ho- I kind of hope it was her. Yeah. I hope it was her saying, "Okay, I don't, I'm not comfortable with the tension and not Marvel just kind of cowering to We'll see the the sales numbers were decreasing also. Were they? Okay. So, like, issue one sold, like, 33,000 copies. Okay. And then by issue four, it was cut in half to, like, 15,000 copies. Yeah, 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 that's not going to cut it for Marvel. Yeah. So it could have even been a mutual thing. Right. Maybe it was just – well, but this could have boosted it. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I mean, I know people that started reading it as soon as this news came out. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. But but then at the same time, if she's not 
I mean, if this is causing stress in her life, then, then, then yeah. what's the point of doing it, right? Yeah, you don't need that. Right. Well, cool, man. What else? You got uh, anything else you want to talk about? Or are we about ready to wrap it up? Uh, we can wrap it up. I think that's about all I had, really, to touch on for this episode. Okay. Well, I already made a lame attempt at an intro, so I'm not going to do it with the closing closer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what's our Twitter? What's the the show Twitter is yeah. at Ultimate Marvel Pod. I'm following it. I'm following it. <laughs> and everybody then, else better be following it too. And then you're at Jack Sutherland. Yep. And I'm at Rombar three sixteen. And if you have any comments or questions, you can also email us at ultimate pod ultimate marvel podcast at gmail.com awesome and maybe next time we'll get even deeper into dr strange because we'll both have seen it sounds like a plan to me buddy oh well see you next time yeah.